Welcome to Conscious Being Conscious Living podcast. I'm Eva Pandit and I invite you to explore a different way of being and creating in the world. Welcome to Conscious Being Conscious Living, the exploration with your host Eva Pandit and today we're talking about freedom beyond competition. Now, there are some conversation that requires a brutal level of honesty with yourself. And those are the conversations that also empower you the most and give you the most amount of freedom. And this particular one, Freedom Beyond Competition, is one of those conversations that I'm inviting you to join me today and explore um, what's possible beyond what you would have ever considered. So this conversation actually in my life showed up in a very weird way a couple weeks ago in a very non-linear way. It didn't even involve the topic of uh, competition, but there was this dear friend of mine who I had been noticing being really cold with me for a few months. That friend like really, um, you know, almost cut me off, but not really. But there was, we've been very, very close and I could just tell that the energy has changed. And for a really, really long time, I, you know, since I practice the tools of access consciousness and play with them, and I am interested in consciousness, and consciousness is a place or a space rather where you include everything and judge nothing. So one thing I know for sure is I'm not interested in judgment and not to say that I don't do it. (laughs) Oftentimes I do get into the space of judgment and It's also about acknowledging that when you are in judgment, how does that work for you? Is that a space? Is that the energy you'd like to have in your life or not? So I was having these conversations with myself because it was really intense, that energy of having this dear, dear friend not speaking to me or not wanting to speak to me. And it had nothing to do with competition on the surface level, this topic, but uh, turned out it had everything to do with it. And that's what I wanted to share here today, my story of how I got freedom, not from a place of rightness, but from a place of extremely vulnerable space, from a very vulnerable spot that I found a greater way, a greater possibility, not just for myself, but also in my interaction with that friend. And so to begin with, I want to start by Uh, I'm totally going to be referring to, there's this book called The Ten Keys to Total Freedom. If you guys are watching this, this is what the book looks like, or at least it did 10 years ago. It's an old copy. But um, The Ten Keys to Total Freedom is written by Gary Douglas and um, Dr. Dane here, the co-creators of Access Consciousness. And they've just tried to simplify the different keys and elements that we need in our life that would set us free. Like how many of us are actually looking for that freedom, right? And But what does that even mean? And how do we have it? So this is a book that has these 10 elements uh, and one of them is no competition. And as I was trying to navigate, and this is how consciousness works, you guys, like it's so non-linear. And when you allow the molecules of the universe to support you, there are things that occur that are totally out of order. 
and totally you know you might just wonder what that does not even make sense so i was actually struggling honestly with how do i be with this space this friend of mine has cut me off is not willing to talk to me and uh, my brain was going crazy and my like my mind rather was going crazy and i wanted to judge i wanted to defend i wanted to you know just look into how this is wrong this is unfair and any time i got into that space i realized that no not the energy i'd like to have in my life and so what else is possible and for a really long time literally for a couple months or so this is the kind of ongoing i i would try to not think about it but then it was running in the back of my head and then anytime i would want to bitch about it or judge the situation i immediately knew that not, that's not where I want to go. And that's the gift of consciousness again, you guys. Like, you know, you get to have these conversations with yourself. You get to be present with yourself. And you get to come out of these autopilot ways of re reactions to things that occur in the world. And you get to look at it from a very different point of view. So I got to that space where I was looking at, all right, what, what else is possible? Nope, not going there, not going into bitching, no matter how much I want to. Uh, what else is possible here? What else is possible? This is not the, this is not creating space in my life. What would create space in my life? And I was in these kind of questions for a while, almost two months, when suddenly out of nowhere, I had this huge instant download of awareness or rather a huge urge in a sense that no competition chapter in that book. And what is that? I call it the whispers of the universe and the ways in which the molecules of the universe get to contribute to you when you're willing to receive and when you're asking for something different. And so in this particular situation, um, I got this huge sense. It's hard to describe it in any other way because it is literally just a sense from within of this book, 10 Keys to Total Freedom, and the chapter, No Competition. And it didn't make sense because I'm like, what's what has this got to do with competition but then I got to the book and I'm gonna be reading lines and statements from it and discussing how it progressed and what I received out of the immense freedom that I got to receive and the new ways of possibilities and ways of looking in the world that I uh, got to receive the gift of and share them with you today and actually I invite you that anything that might be sticking to you anyone or anything that might be sticking to you in your life right now play along with it consciousness is, is a very non-linear journey so it could be anyone sticking to you in your personal life in your business life or just anything sticking to you just bring that up in your awareness and play along so when i opened that page one of the first lines said that the competition of element the element of competition sorry <laughs> the elements of competition are right wrong win and lose hi amanda so nice to see you my beautiful friend i'm just saying hello to my friend who's listening to me joining me live right now so the elements of competition are right wrong win and lose and so if you're doing i need to be right or i need to not be wrong you're doing competition and poof, in that moment, I was like, I literally had to read that line several times over because I did have the need to be right because, you know, my friend had suddenly just turned her back against me and is cutting me off, not telling me anything. I literally wanted to be right about being wronged in that moment. 
And it was not opening up any space, but it just felt very real and true that, you know, she's even this that I'm saying it as if it's a fact that she's cut me off or that, you know, uh, she's just playing a cold shoulder or any of that. And so the need to be right and the need to not be wrong both came were simultaneously working in my universe in that moment because what was also going on was that in my head I was looping into how I'm not wrong and just coming up with all of these stories around what could have occurred and one of the things that it occurred was um we went uh so this friend of mine could not join us but we went on a trip someplace uh, to Yellowstone actually and it was literally immediately it was for me from my point of view until that point the story was that before we went to Yellowstone I spoke to my friend and everything was great and ever since we went there and I started sharing uh, pictures or things like that that there was just she just cut me off and I was a little and for a second I was like maybe something's going on never mind and continued you know living and all of that but as time went on not just me people around me started noticing that what's going on this is unusual because this is a very dear friend of mine and i talk to her like all the time almost <laughs> one of the few people i talk to all the time and so uh i was noticing this in myself that i had a need to be right a need to not be wrong and i was my my mind was just running in loops with all the stories of what could have occurred and how that is not right and how I am not wrong and all of that was occurring but while it was occurring huge progress you guys because I was noticing it occurring it's not that I was in it and then you know I'm calling people and talking about it I didn't speak to anybody except my husband about it because he's in the circle too and we were just exploring what could have occurred trying to make sense of things and uh that's when when i read this line that you know the elements of competition are right and wrong win and lose you're doing i need to be right or i need to not be wrong you're in competition and i was like okay so totally nonlinear i would have never called this so but i'm com- i'm in competition i'm doing competition i'm trying to be right here i'm trying to not be wrong trying to you know in the air defend myself when no one's even asking for anything like my friend literally just cut me off she didn't even ask me anything so in my head i was just you know all of these defenses and all of that was showing up and so further on it reads that any time you need to be right or you need to win or you need to not lose you're doing competition and any time you want to be right or you're trying to be right you're trying to win and not lose that is competition and how much in my life i do that trying to be right trying to not be wrong and i also started getting a sense of that how much of this actually comes from an abuse of our being like if you looked at look at it you your being when you were little were you received for who you are and what is going on for you or were you taught to judge and so it's like a lifelong learning of this way of being in which we instantly go to reaction and defense and start looking at what's right here what's wrong here how i've been right how i've been wrong and in context to what's going on how i'm winning or how i'm losing and a lot of times it's not so much about how i'm losing sorry how i'm winning in this situation but it's a lot more about avoiding to lose in the situation and again as i'm saying that 
look at the energy of that that avoiding to lose in a situation it doesn't even need to be a uh uh what's that a competition or a game as we know of it but in life how much are you avoiding to lose and in truth can is there anything to lose so truth are you an infinite being and does infinite being ever have anything to lose or win or does an infinite being just get to be and so these are the kind of you know hard heavy not heavy but hard light and brutally honest conversations you've got to have with yourself when you embark on the journey of living a conscious life because consciousness includes everything and judges nothing and so you as consciousness you be include everything and judge nothing and judgment is basically right and wrong good and bad win and lose avoiding to lose or wanting to win an argument in a situation wanting to be in the right spot or not wanting to be wronged by someone making that real all of that how much judgment does it require for you to be in that space so first of all let's create some space there everywhere you've been trying to be right trying to not be wrong trying to win and trying to avoid losing as if any of that is real would you be willing to destroy and uncreate some of that and that's one of the ways in which we use uh questions to start opening up spaces um in our life so what is no competition then and somewhere down the page it reads no competition is a com- is completely different it's being in the question it's asking what's going on here how do i handle this so no competition is a space where instead of looking into what's right what's wrong or how do i defend myself now you know because if you do that you've already bought into the story like with my friend for example she cutting me off i didn't even know what's going on i didn't even know what's going on and without even knowing what's going on immediate reaction i had was to want to defend myself or to make her wrong for whatever she's choosing and in that notice how much it requires me to cut off presence to cut off being in that moment and so conscious being conscious living is all about these conversations where we encourage ourselves to have uh this different way of looking at things and so i looked at that oh my god all right i have all of these stories running in my head i'm trying to make up stories around what might have occurred and then i'm trying to defend myself on those stories and trying to make myself right make myself not be wrong and make sure that i am in the right spot i'm winning this you know non-verbal argument this cold war going on that i have no idea in the first place what it is and making sure ahead of time without having enough information that um i'm not losing <laughs> i'm not losing this conversation <laughs> and so i'm so grateful for you too amanda amanda says oh my god thank you for making this video i am mind it's mind blowing so much awareness uh so grateful for you i'm so grateful for you too i've been mind blown with this whole thing myself this chapter no competition is i don't know how many pages long definitely like 10 15 and just three fucking first pages blows my mind off and so uh no competition is looking at what's going on here and how do i handle it 
And that's exactly what conscious being, conscious living, choosing consciousness as your life is all about. Not being an effect of things that are going on in your life, but looking at what's going on and looking at how you can handle what's going on towards creating what you'd like to have. And so how much in our life do we resist and react to what's going on and kind of react, show up as a reaction rather than the response of what we would like to create. So everywhere you've done that, been that, will you destroy and uncreate it? And again, this is not to make yourself wrong in the places you're doing that. This is about being more aware because you can only change something when you're aware of it. So no competition is a space where you're being with what is and asking, hey, what's going on here? How do I handle this? And it took me some time to get there. But then in this chapter, Gary and Dana having this conversation. This is actually a transcript of a call they did. And they're having a conversation and Gary shares about how someone, uh, one of the facilitators asked him a question that that facilitator was co-facilitating a class, basically two facilitators teaching the, or facilitating the same class uh, in Access Consciousness. Um, the, 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 that's what we do. We facilitate consciousness. It's not, there's no healing involved. There's no coaching involved. There's a lot of facilitation of consciousness, which is like, you know. And so how can we facilitate you into more of what you know? So um, Gary shares this example of this facilitator who came to her, uh, him and asked that she was feeling that I'm not being sufficiently involved in the facilitation of this class with this co-facilitator. And she was like, he was like, the that the facilitator said that I'm perceiving that this uh, other facilitator is doing competition with me. And so Gary says, this is again one of those things. This, these few pages keep blowing my mind. Gary says that if you have a thought or if you're telling yourself that I'm perceiving this person is doing competition with me, you are doing competition. <laughs> Say what? I know, right? And so uh, I'll just read out these few pages that this facilitator felt like she, was, she wasn't sufficiently involved in the co-facilitation on the class. So she made something wrong about it. She came upset about what occurred. Uh, she then went out to lunch with one of the class participant and had the class participant facilitate her on the upset. And then he says that getting upset is a form of competition. <laughs> Say what? Getting upset is a form of competition. So anytime I'm being upset with someone, I'm in competition because I'm trying to be right there. I'm trying to not be wrong or I'm, you know, avoiding losing in that situation with that upset. Now, I know, right? What the fuck? <laughs> and these are the kind of, that's why I said at the beginning of this call that, you know, some conversations require you to be brutally honest with yourself. Nobody can. I mean, you can defend your life out of, I'm not doing that. Or you can just look at it and see, oh my God, where does that apply to my life? And so I realized that how I was getting in and out of the upset with her sometimes too, my friend. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm doing upset. I'm doing competition. And so then basically what this means is that anytime 
you are bitching with someone about somebody else, what's that creating? Because that's competition. And further in the book, Gary actually, in the page actually, uh, Gary asks Dane that when Gary and Dane started co-facilitating, Gary asks Dane that, you know, what, what did that bring up for you? And Dane was like that, um, he says something like, you know, uh, I used to feel like I'm being an idiot on the stage with you because uh, you didn't A, let me speak much. And I just felt like everyone's thinking that uh, I'm such an idiot on stage with Gary. And so Gary was like, wait, 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 wait. Anytime you do, I feel like this. I feel like that. I feel like this person is doing this to me. You're doing competition. I'm Runa. My beautiful friend, my friends are hopping on and saying hi. So if you're listening to this in the future, that's what we're doing. Please join us live on, uh, the, I conduct this show on Facebook, my page, and more details on that in the comments. And so, well, Gary was like, you know, that if you're doing, I feel this, I feel like, I feel like this person did this to me, you're doing competition because remember, what are the elements of competition? Right, wrong, win, and lose. So anytime you're wanting to be right in that position or wanting to make sure that the other person is not right or that people get that you're the right one, what is that creating? Is that creating anything in your life? And it is actually, but what it is creating, is that what you like to have? Or are you interested in freedom? Because another thing with freedom is that Oftentimes, more often than not, I could actually say 99.999999% of the times, the freedom or 100% of the times actually, the freedom lies beyond rightness. And so I've heard Gary ask a lot of times this question that if you'd rather, would you rather be right or would you rather be free? And so with this example in my situation, I was finding how much with this friend of mine, I would rather be right than free. And I was like hooking up all of these stories and defending on them uh, and all of that. So, well, uh, Gary says that I feel like blah, 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 blah is the beginning of competition. You are going into the right or wrong. You're trying to not lose. And making the choice to go into I feel this way is the beginning of competition. And that's brilliant to know because... Anytime you catch yourself getting there, you can just nip it in the bud right there. And uh, I, I would say it's just, I'm so grateful for having uh, these tools that I've been playing with so long. I did notice, I hadn't even read this chapter by then, but I did notice a lot of times I just wanted to call other uh, mutual friends and just say, hey, do you know what's going on with this person and blah, blah, blah. And it was heavy and I really wanted to do that, but it was heavy. And that's one of the ways in which you identify, you know, whatever it is, the energy of the action or the choice you're making, that's the energy you'll create in your life. And so um, making the choice to go into, I feel this way is the beginning of competition. I didn't really know this part, but thankfully I knew enough to not then call people and ask about it because it wasn't light. I was like, that's not the energy I'd like to create here. And so uh, finally, uh, it says that you need to go to the moment where you first said, I feel like dash and realize that's the place where you lock yourself into a limiting point of view. 
That's the place where you start creating the competitive process. And so this is so helpful for me because I'm finding how much and not as much as I used to, but still how much I go into that space of I feel like this. I feel like this person is doing this. I feel like or I'm aware, you know, sometimes when you're choosing consciousness, you like to use your consciousness as a way to as an armor to not be willing to see what's going on. So you'd be like, I'm perceiving you'll use this kind of language. I've done that. I'm perceiving this person is doing competition or I'm aware that this is what is occurring. But here's the thing. Perception and awareness are like wind. They are space. They do not stick to you. And so that's another cue right there that if there is something that you're saying, something that you're choosing that uh, is not expansive or light, it's not true for you. So what is? And that's the whole exploration. So uh, it goes on to say that if anything makes you feel heavy or less than, there's something to be... So, okay, all right, sorry, I have to back up a little bit because then Gary asks Dane that, all right, so when you had that thing going on that we were, we started co-facilitating and you thought that people think like, you know, the who's the stupid on the stage with Gary, what did you do after that? And what Dane did was he went and talked to Gary. So he says, I went to you and I said, here's what's coming up for me. I know that if anything makes me feel heavy or less than, there's something to be undone using the tools, period. I know that I'm buying something else, someone else's or somebody else's point of view, or I'm going to an old way of functioning, or I'm doing competition or whatever it is. So what if it could be as simple as that? Like, you know, uh, just identifying that anytime it gets heavy, no matter how right you feel in that moment, if it's not heavy, it's, it's, if it's not light, it's not true. And so what are you aware of in that moment? What lies are you aware of that you're choosing or somebody else is choosing? Because it's all about awareness at the end. The whole game of consciousness is a game of awareness and just knowing what your awareness is, what are you tapping into rather than on an autopilot jumping into all of the reactive ways of you know our autopilot reactions basically when we defend up or start having a story and want to be right and you know come up with uh, responses ahead of time nobody's even asked us anything but we are preparing ourselves for that fight to make sure we don't lose <laughs> i've never done that <laughs> anyway so um so he says that he actually went to Gary and said, okay, Gary, this is what is going on for me. What can we do about this? It's not making me feel any lighter and lightness is the place I would like to function from. And that's another great question to ask yourself. What is the space you would like to function from? Would you like to function from a space of density and heaviness on contraction? Or would you like to function from a space of lightness? and space and expansiveness because remember what's light is what's true for you and if you're looking for freedom from anything in your life in any area of your life this tool right here light and heavy you can literally not use anything else but just use light and heavy to navigate yourself towards that which is more expansive more light more real more true for you 
So in my situation with my friend, I was aware of this even before I was aware of the competition piece that, oh my God, like this is creating heaviness. I do not want to engage with heaviness in my life. I did not know what to do with it. But I kept asking what else is possible until this awareness of the chapter, which did not make any sense, uh, dropped in. But I followed the awareness, read the chapter, and it gave me immense freedom. And so it doesn't really end here. Actually, the mind-blowing thing starts from here. Somebody asks Gary right after that, that when I become aware that somebody is doing competition with me, I tend to diminish myself so the other person doesn't feel the need to be competitive. Obviously, that doesn't work. What can I do when someone is being competitive with me? Is it just having the awareness and saying, interesting point of view, they're doing competition with me? Because interesting point of view is another tool that uh, is actually one of the keys, 10 keys of freedom, wherein instead of buying into everything as if it's real and true, what if everything was just an interesting point of view? And from that space, you get to look at what's light for you, what's heavy for you, and just do more of what's light and just heavy make it irrelevant or is it even relevant so you just move with that so someone asked should i turn it into that energy of interesting point of view when i'm aware that someone is doing competition with me and this is the part that was most painful for me to look at in my situation and what actually created the freedom for me so i'm just going to read it because i don't want to butcher any word that is written here gary says Somebody, that somebody is in competition with you is not an awareness, it's a judgment. What? That somebody is in competition with you is not an awareness, it's a judgment. You've got to look at it and ask, what am I doing or being to create this? What am I doing or being to create this? And what am I aware of that I'm not willing to have total awareness of? Now, I know if, if it kind of like flips your brain and you're like, you know what, I was still trying kind of with you getting what you're saying, but now you don't make sense at all. You're not alone. <laughs> just keep just keep listening and tuning in and re-listen to it if it requires. But what am I doing or being? So that which you're calling competition is essentially also first thing okay let me read actually you could do interesting point of view but you've got to acknowledge that the other person is feeling the need to be right or not be wrong or the need to win or not lose so if you're saying that the person is doing competition you are in judgment because what's actually going on in actuality, that which we judge as competition, because look at it, the word competition, is it light or is it heavy? It requires you to judge, to label somebody or someone or something or yourself as, you know, one who's doing competition. Competition is a judgment. But what we call competition, essentially, what is it? We looked at it at the very beginning. There are four elements to competition. Right, wrong, win, or lose. So this is where it gets really subtle and really important and really powerful. Because 
what you are likely aware of in that moment, just before you called it competition, is that someone is trying to be right about something, trying to be not be wrong about something, or that they're trying to win over something or not lose over something. So that's the energy of what we then label and judge as competition. That's like really go- what's going on. That's like really getting subtly clear to the level that this is what's going on, that this person is trying to, um, this person is feeling the need to be right or not be wrong or the need to win or not lose. And so I looked at that and it really matched the energy of what was really going on. I'm like, okay, so what? that's what's going on here with this friend. She's trying to, uh, you know, not she's trying to be right she's having the need she's feeling the need to be right or not be wrong or the need to win or not to lose now what that is about is that even real or true that's irrelevant that's what comes on later but first step for me was to acknowledge the lightness it brought to my space when I even looked into this uh, situation from that point of view that oh this is what's going on hmm okay And then Gary says that you've got to look at this and then ask, what am I creating or choosing or generating that's contributing to their feeling any of those things? So you notice how suddenly you've turned around the table and this is a really tough conversation, uh, you know, because you're literally claiming power in this situation. You're no more being in the effect of it. You're no more like this person is doing this to me because bullshit, that's never true. No one's ever doing anything to you. But it is about acknowledging, okay, this person has a need to be right or wrong about something or a need to win or not lose over something. So what am I doing? So not even competition, when we call it a competition is when we become aware of that and we start judging it, labeling it as competition and putting it on. So like now they have the power because we're an effect of their competition. But immediately after identifying that this is what's going on, you go to a question, a question, not a conclusion that this is competition. Look at what's going on and go to question that what am I doing here? What am I creating or choosing here that's creating this feeling for them? And that is a place that might itch you a little bit and you might want to be like, oh, what the hell? Why? It's not my problem. And that's where we invite you to a level of honesty and vulnerability with yourself. That is going to immensely give you the freedom. And that's exactly what occurred. It took me a moment. I had to gulp like a few uh, sips of water, literally, and breathe and walk a little bit and read it one more time before I could actually get there. So I was like, okay, this is what's going on. So what am I doing or being to create this? What am I aware of? that I'm not willing to have total awareness of because I am definitely aware of something, but I'm cutting off that awareness short and that's where it's sticking me. So what am I aware of that I'm not willing to be aware of here? And I started looking, I had to be with that for a while. And um, that's what, yeah. So I'll go over Gary's example of how he used it with Dane and then show you how I used it with my friend and how that imparted the freedom uh, to me that I was searching for for two and a half months. 
So that's what Gary says. And that's what I would do with Dane. He would say, well, I feel like blah, 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 blah. And I'd ask, how can I change this? What am I doing that I need to change? And that right there is willingness to be wrong. Willingness to not want to be right. Because that right there are the moments where we want to be right in that moment that this person is doing this. That's not wrong. That's not correct. I want to be right there. And it's so subtle, but that rightness starts to stick to us. And it blew my mind that Gary didn't do any of that. And he went straight to what am I? Okay, so how can I change this? And what am I doing that needs to change? And the level of vulnerability and the level of openness it takes to go there. I was like, ah, I'll have that. And so he said, you ask, how can I change this? And what is it in, what is it that you need from me? And you find out what the other person needs from you. If they say, I need to talk more when we're co-facilitating, you can turn the floor over to them and let them talk more. It can be that simple. But you've got to give up wanting to be right or wanting to not be wrong. You've got to get over the point of view first that there's anything right or wrong about it, but just be with what is. It's not competition. That's a fucking judgment. What's really going on is someone is trying to, you know, be right, is having a need to be right or not be wrong or a need to win or not lose. And when you're really present with it, you will find that that need is also not real. And so how much in our lives we respond, not respond, react to these things that are not even real. We make them real. Like she's making it real, whatever's her story. And I'm making her story real by calling it a competition or whatever if I might label it. But it's none of that. But you don't ever get to go there unless you're willing to be vulnerable and really look at what's going on and be willing to not want to be right or want to be wrong or want to win or not lose in that situation and just lower your fucking guards and look at what is it that's going to create the most space here. So with Gary and Dane, Gary recognized, okay, this guy has a need to talk a little more when we're on stage. I can do that. And so Dane says... When that would come up for me, and it came up many times in different ways over the years that we co-facilitated, the feeling diminished after I talked with Gary, except that when I didn't really have a sense. Oh, okay. So that's also a very interesting thing that Dane says, and I'm going to like stop reading forward from this because, you know, there are so many new conversations that keep coming up. But basically what Dane says is that he recognized that he did not really get the value of him just being. He did not get that he's valuable. And so anytime anyone is trying, including you, including me, anytime we are including someone else too, anytime we are trying to be right, trying to not be wrong, trying to win, trying to not lose, are we really getting the value of us? Or are we trying to defend not feeling like we're valuable? Like with my friend, what I was really doing was, did I really get 
that me being in this space or this uh, friendship is a value or a gift or something that, or just my being is something that is valuable or did somewhere very insidiously her choices made me, you know, push that button in me that somewhere the doubt that I'm not valuable and people don't want to hang out with me or people, and I don't actively think like that. But turns out when I was reading these pages that how much of that energy I'm holding on to, how much am I or how little am I realizing that I am a valuable product here that nobody would want to cut off from me. So what's going on? And then we can look at that and look at what can what else is possible there. So this was so mind blowing for me because when I read this, I'm like, how can I change this? What do you need from me? It finally opened the space enough that. I was like, okay, we got to talk. And I messaged that friend that, hey, listen, I need to talk to you today. Call me. And she didn't call me that day, but she called me the next day. And I looked at it and I'm like, listen, I know that there's something that's occurred. I have no idea what it is, but it's so palpable and everyone knows it too. So can we talk about it? What happened? What's going on? Literally just that. And notice the difference between that Versus, what the fuck? Why are you behaving like that? You're doing this, you're doing that. Which would have been my approach if I did not have this space. But allowing myself to be with that created the space enough and allowing the awareness to contribute created the space enough that I could just ask, hey, what's going on? And turns out what's going on was not even that she was judging me, she was judging her. And she was feeling excluded in some ways and forms that was not even real and true because of some changes in her life recently. And um, there were things that she said that I'm like, huh, okay, can you give me specific examples of when, what made you feel excluded? And the thing was, she's aware. So she knew that's not true. So she's having her own inner fight, not knowing how to do or what to do with this. I'm having my own stories created around that. And we would have created a mountain out of nothing. But that vulnerability to just be with, hey, what's going on? I noticed this is something, you know, something changed. Allowed her to just express that, hey, I feel excluded. And I felt this, 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 this. And instead of making that wrong, I looked at, okay, so what what does she require that I can be? And I realized that I was making certain assumptions. So this friend, beautiful friend of mine, is a mother. She's a new mother. And with the addition of a new child in her life, there are a lot of things we used to do before that she couldn't be a part of. Like, for example, a long drive to Yellowstone. It was like a 17, 18-hour drive. And it was not something that was uh, pragmatic at this point in her life with where she is and we did ask her or, or something as simple as like impromptu plans. Like they don't anymore work in her life. And so there were things that she also knew I'm not deliberately choosing, but I would ask another friend because I knew I was I knew that, you know, she cannot right now make time for this. So I would ask someone else, hey, do you want to do this? And she felt like she's being excluded. Was any of that true? No. But that's what was going on. And so I looked at it and I'm like, okay, so what can I do different? So this is what's creating this. I'm like, okay, no, I get it. I get why what's occurring here. So, well, I can ask next time rather than just assuming and trying to be understanding that, of course, she cannot make it. I can just ask. And I asked her, so, okay, next time. And then she herself was like, you know what? I also know that had you asked me, I would have said that I cannot make it. I, I cannot come. 
And, you know, just that conversation just kept melting all those walls and barriers that were there that weren't even real in the first place. But it allowed us to look at what's going on, to be vulnerable enough to have a conversation we would have never had otherwise, brought us closer. But none of that would have occurred had I been doing the competition, honestly, by wanting to be right, by not wanting to lose, by being right about how she is treating me wrong (laughs) and not wanting to be wrong by talking to other people and telling them this is not okay. I did none of that. I'm so grateful for everywhere this journey of consciousness has brought me and everywhere it's taking me because this is the life I would like to have and create. This is the energy I'd like to have in my life. So what is the energy you would like to have in your life? And what does it require of you? How much does it require of you to go beyond the rightness, the wrongness, the win and loseness, <laughs> loosely speaking? But so grateful for all of these conversations and interactions because what they do, we could even be cribbing about them, the hard situations, the hard conversations, the difficult conversations or difficult people or situations in our life. We could even either be cribbing about them. That's a choice, definitely. I've made it plenty full of time and times in my life too. We could either be, you know, looking at how our life is miserable or we could use them and look at the gift in them and see how they're inviting us to be more. See how they're inviting us to outcreate our own rightness. See how they're inviting us to step up and show up in a way we wouldn't before. And so this beautiful interaction, two months of my friend, quote unquote, cutting me off, facilitated something so beautiful in me. It allowed myself to look at something I wouldn't have looked at otherwise and allowed myself to outcreate my own rightness and allowed myself to witness the beauty that's available, the space that's available when we're willing to be not right, not wrong, not win, not lose, but just with what's going on and be willing to change energies and be willing to not be right, but free. So, my friend, I know this was a long one, but I really wanted to share this with you and invite you to the space of possibility because all of these possibilities in consciousness are so subtle and they are the spaces of being. They are not rigid or concrete. There's no need to be right in this space, no need to be wrong. You just get to be. And I I wasn't always like this at all at all and it's just been this exploration this ongoing conversation this ongoing willingness to see what else is possible that's creating this change in space for me so no matter where you are in your life how much whatever it is that's sticking to you sticking to you please know something else is possible something else is available and you've always known that isn't it so allow your allow yourself to know what you know Allow yourself to keep asking, don't give up, don't give in to the heaviness. And even in the times that you do, don't make yourself wrong for it, just start again. And ask, how does it get any better than this? Ask for the energies you'd like to have more of in your life. Stop engaging with energies you do not want to have. And look at what else is possible. Keep looking, keep asking, 
keep being questioned. It's not a perfect journey. It's not meant to be. Perfection is a lie. So that's my invitation for you this week. And also this thing about uh, being the valuable product in your life. Like if I truly knew that I'm a valuable product, would this even be a conversation in my head for those two and a half months? Or would I just know something different? That also sparked something so different. And I'm so, so I'm starting a new 30 by 30 challenge on that. It's going to be free. It's going to be in my group. And I will be sharing more about it soon. If you're watching it in the future, I'll link up about the links to join it in the future in the thing. But that's coming. And I think it is called being the valuable product, including you in your life. And so that's a demand I'm making of myself. And if that's something that you're interested in, you would like to be more you and really get that you are a valuable product, then this is an ahead of time invitation for the 30 by 30 that's coming. More on that on the page soon. But I'm going to just leave you with this note and this question that what if you could have the freedom beyond the rightness you choose and what energy space consciousness magic miracles mysteries and possibilities can you be to be the space of exuberance and joy and possibilities you've always known should be available with holies i'll see you again next week my friend with another exploration until then have fun Thank you for listening to this show. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a five-star review on the platform you're listening on and share this with somebody you know who might be looking for something different in their life. To join me in the free Conscious Being Conscious Living Club and receive your welcome gift, you can go to avapundit.com forward slash club. And to learn more about the amazing tools of Access Consciousness, you can visit accessconsciousness.com. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast.